successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM KMBZ. Appreciate joining me again today uh, for another exciting installment of the Grill Nation Show. Appreciate you listening as well on iTunes uh, and via podcast today. Very exciting show. I'm excited to have one of our title sponsors in studio today. Uh, let me uh, introduce them, MoBank, BOK Financial. Also want to thank our other partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show, including other title sponsor, Trust, and Two West Advisors, uh, and Ryan Rink. Uh, guest hosts and on-air contributors to Grill Nation also include the Rieger and Jay Rieger & Co. with Ryan Maybe, One Light Luxury Apartments, and Reactor Design Studios, and Clifton Alexander. As I mentioned, we have on uh, MoBank, BOK Financial, and they're going to be bringing on a great guest here in just a second. I uh, want to welcome into the studio Michael Viazzoli, who is the President and CEO of MoBank and the uh, Executive Vice President of BOK Financial, again, uh, to the Grill Nation show. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Love great being to here have every you. time. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you. I get excited when you guys come in because you always... Uh, Put together great shows. And before we get to one of our guests here today, I want to preview our show today. Uh, we're going to be joined uh, later on by uh, Jeff Odo, who's the uh, president of Citywide. They also have uh, Citywide Franchise and Citywide Maintenance. Um, really a company, uh, franchise company is dedicated to helping entrepreneurial sales managers start and run a successful management company in the building maintenance industry. And then the company Citywide Maintenance has been around Kansas City for many years. They offer more than 25 services to commercial properties from coast to coast. Uh, and uh, it's just a really great company, and it's an interesting story. We're going to talk to Jeff here on the show. Uh, how do you know Jeff, and uh, why'd you decide to bring him on today? You know, we've we've gotten to know each other over the last couple of years, and, and it's just one of those things where, just in my business and kind of the way my brain works, I just love understanding people's businesses and their philosophies around running it, and certainly where uh, I am in my role and where he is in his role, we end up talking more about kind of leadership styles and mm-hmm. driving the business than we do kind of what's going on in banking or what's going on in his business. And so it's, it's one of those situations where I just, we get together quarterly and we talk about a lot of things around leadership and philosophy. We love talking about our kids. And, um, as I think about kind of what, what you love to talk about on the show, um, uh, you know, family owned business, entrepreneur, uh, he's done a lot of very thoughtful things about growing the business. Um, just very interesting in terms of kind of the way he thinks about about the world. And uh, just one of those things, too, where you hear the story, they're big in Kansas City, not sure how many people know about it. If you saw the logo, you'd recognize the logo, and all of a sudden you'd try and connect the dots there. So and It's a it's big a, company. Oh, oh it's, it's a, a 56 <laughs> cities franchises. They, yeah. They've got... Uh, you know, thousands and thousands of employees yep. and they work with uh, millions of square footage each day. Yeah. And, and the other piece of it is just kind of, you'll, you'll get a chance to hear about how that business has evolved mm-hmm. over the years, how it got started, 
kind of then when he got involved and then how did he grow it and what events kind of triggered that growth? It's a great story. Uh, and uh, very happy Michael V is always with us to bring Jeff Odo to the show. Uh, because when I first heard about it, I'm like, I had that initial reaction, yeah. like a janitorial uh, business, but then I looked more into it. And they do so many different things from lawn and landscaping to roofing to cleaning to, I mean, just, and just really going to be interested to hear from how he, uh, took over the family business with his brother, uh, and family members and really kind of grew it and to well, where it is today. And the business itself, I'm, I'm always fascinated by meeting business owners who have businesses like that that may seem unglorious yeah. in some ways. But, um, when, you know, we get spoiled when we show up in our office and everything's tidy and ready to go. And not everybody's thoughtful as you and I probably are in terms of how we keep things up. And then also just from a uh, business that has interaction with clients on a regular basis, you need your place to look right because mm-hmm. it does make a first impression. It does make a lasting impression. And if you don't have a quality organization helping you with that, it could have an impact on your business. So I think part of Jeff's philosophy and his vision around the companies to make sure that they have a passion and purpose in trying to make sure that their clients are successful and uh, we'll be talking to jeff here after the break he's done some amazing things and also will share some entrepreneurial wisdom with us as well as he's also written a book uh which will be really fun to talk about uh involving kids and uh 10 kid commandments that you should uh, abide by if you are going to be a a, a great parent, uh, which he penned, the uh, principles for raising successful children. We'll get into that. He's also written for entrepreneur.com and Forbes and Inc. magazine as well. So we'll talk to him about some of his entrepreneurial advice as well as growing a business and things you should look for if you are leading or managing a team. Uh, I want to introduce Michael. You want to introduce your, uh, your guest you're yeah, going today so, as well uh, with you. Cindy Bunhammer is, Hammer is with us today. Um, she is part of our uh, leadership development program. She graduated from OSU last year. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, yes. excuse me, as opposed to Ohio, Ohio State, State <laughs> University. And um, uh, born and raised in Kansas City, uh, Blue Valley North High School. And um, it's a program that BOK Financial has had in place for, I want to say, 45 years now. And... It is uh, as much a formal credit training program as it is a leadership development program. Uh, every year uh, we have pretty significant size class. So coming into this coming summer, we're going to have, throughout the BOK Financial Franchise, we're going to have 25 interns for the summer. And then we're also going to have 25 recently graduated um, college graduates join this formal training program Sydney has been through kind of the core regimen already and is now going through rotations and different lines of business. So she's had uh, exposure to our food and commodities group, our commercial real estate group. She's been in uh, retirement plan and asset services. She's been in a private bank already. And there's more to kind of treasury management. So all aspects of teams that we have in Kansas City expose her to those different elements of it. And uh, for a couple of weeks now, it's going to hang out with me and kind of get a sense for. So what tell goes us what on. that what's that like? What's it's that like? Exciting! Like? <laughs> oh my goodness! Has to be yeah. the most exciting rotation. <laughs> so, uh, what? Tell us about your experience so far at uh, BOK Financial. Yeah, so um, I've been in the program about nine months now, and I started down in Tulsa and did formal credit training there, and then moved back to Kansas City in November and started working with MoBank and was doing my rotations. So been about three to four weeks in each rotation just getting to learn the bank and um, that way I really understand every line of business and um, can be the most successful 
in my position once I'm placed. Yeah. So how did you get uh, connected to the BOK? So being at Oklahoma State, um, heard about BOK Financial a lot down there and uh, had some friends that had interned with the bank and it just really sounded like a great opportunity graduating college and just jumping into my career. It seemed a little less intimidating having a formal training program. So kind yeah, of right. ease you into the real world. That's good. I'd <laughs> like to that. brag about Sydney a little bit. Uh, if you think about these 25 spots that we allocate, I think we generally get about 3,000 applicants. Oh, wow. So if you do the math, that's pretty significant. So for Sydney to be selected to be part of that, I think says a lot about her and Obviously, we've got a lot invested in her, and so we spend a lot of time together in Kansas City. I think we have five or six other graduates of the program, so we we make a concerted effort to. That's pretty unique. To invest That's pretty in cool. That. Yeah. Well, Sydney, thanks for joining us again on the show. Thanks for having we'll, me. Uh, we'll have you kind of hang out with us when we bring Jeff Odo on the show here in a second. Michael, thanks for coming in again today, and uh, we're excited to have you back. I'm looking forward to it. You're listening to Grill Nation. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today again on KMBZ 988. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show here at 980 AM KMBZ and also on iTunes as well as at grillnationshow.com. I appreciate our partner and supporter of the Grill Nation show, uh, Mo Bank and BOK Financial. Again, the president and uh, CEO of Mo Bank and BOK Financial's executive vice president, Michael Viazzoli, is with me again today in studio. Uh, Michael, how are you? Uh- Always good when I'm here. Okay, it's, this is our uh, this is our break from reality when we come into the studio and uh, talk about people doing really cool things here in Kansas City. And one of them is with us here today. Uh, Jeff Odo is with us. He is the president of Citywide Franchise. Uh, Michael, why don't you uh, kind of introduce Jeff uh, and how you guys know each other? Well, we've gotten to know each other over the last couple of years uh, just through interaction in the community. And I think uh, when we first kind of started uh, kicking things off, getting to know another. We were at an airport in Denver and recognized each other and just started chatting. And ever since then, I've been very fascinated in his business. And for some reason, he's been willing to spend some time with me. And it's just been really interesting to kind of get to know the business, but also him and his philosophies around it. So the company is called Citywide. I know you've expanded into franchising. Tell us a little bit about, well, first off, welcome, Jeff. We got to hear from you here in a second. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Um, tell us about your company. Well, Citywide uh, Maintenance and Franchise Company, we provide facility maintenance services to commercial properties. So basically anything from handyman services to janitorial services to lawn and landscaping services. This is a family business or is it? Yes, sir. Okay. Family, so how, uh, how old is it? Uh, started in 1961, so 55, 56 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So were you a uh, Kansas City native? Yeah, born and raised. Never, never lived anyplace else. Rockers High School, Kansas State University, right here. Look at that, Michael. We rarely see that, do we? No entrepreneurs that are stick around here and born and raised here. Yeah, I was. I was a lot of people coming. Makes in. a huge difference on how they kind of view commitment to the city. Well, I've, I've moved around a lot. I was born on 114th Terrace. <laughs> I, I, I moved to 138th and Mission, and now 
I'm at a, all the way out to 138th and Knoll. So I, I've really moved around a lot. There you go. <laughs> Talk to us about you after you graduated from K State. You, did you jump right into the family business at I that did. point? I did. I did. I'd like okay. to say by choice, but uh, my father said, um, I've got uh, 15, 16 companies and you're coming into the family business. You can choose which business you go into, but you're coming into the family business. So mm-hmm. our only stipulation was we couldn't go into business. One of our other brothers was already in. So I chose the chemical manufacturing and distribution business. Mm. That's something I know nothing about. Huh? <laughs> and so you mentioned, and don't brothers, worry about it. I didn't know anything you, about it either. You mentioned so. brothers. So you have uh, siblings, obviously, that yeah. are in the company. Yeah. One older, one younger. I'm the middle child. Middle child. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michael and I were talking off air of uh, what that is like jumping into a family business. Especially you were at a, obviously a young age. Yeah. Uh, you grew up around it. Tell us about that experience. Well, I think it, uh, the experience is all based upon your history. And for me um, and, all my, and my brothers, we grew up in the business. So it was pretty easy for us just to step right into it. Uh, every Saturday we'd go to work with my father and we'd spend all day Saturday with him. Over, through the summers, we spent uh, the entire summer working in the business. Mm-hmm. And then every night we were required to, each one of us had to clean our own bank. So we learned the cleaning industry at an early age. So through high school, we'd clean our, each one of us had our own accounts that we would clean. And that's how we learned the business. So typically I'd go pick up my grandpa and we'd go hang out and go get a cup of coffee afterwards. It was, it was actually more fun than it was work. So stepping into it after college was pretty easy because of the background that I had with growing up in it. Michael, we don't see that as much these days, do we? No. In society. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are trying to drag their kids out of bed in the morning on Saturdays. Uh, some of my friends, at least back in high school and college. So, yeah, well, it uh, starts early. I mean, if you have that environment that you grow up in, I know my first job was uh, sweeping and cleaning toilets in my dad's machine shop. So okay. it was, you know, there you those go. types of things that, Good to that hear. get you going. So did you, so you didn't have that, that moment where you were like, really don't want to do this. Like out of college. And yeah, cause I've, my dad has a company too. I mean, and it's, he's an attorney. I'm an attorney, but I never really wanted to take over the business. I thought, I thought about doing it, but I never did it. Um, to this point, at least there's still time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, was there, what was the, what was the thought process? Did you even blink or did you just say, I'm doing this? This is no, because of the upbringing. Well, so I'll, I'll give you both. This, my uh, older brother really wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big, uh, discussion around the family for years is that he want, he didn't want to go into the family business. And my dad was like, well, I appreciate that, but I need you in the family business. And uh, it, it ended up being the best thing ever for, for all of us, including uh, my brother, Rick. And for me, I didn't really care. I'm a, a middle child. I'm a people pleaser. He told me where to go to college. Uh, he told me what I was, I had to study architectural engineering because in case the family business fell apart, at least I would learn to trade yeah, it's something to fall back um, th- on. That fall back on, right. So for me, it's just, it was easy. So was this, <clears throat> was this your father's business that he started or was it, did it go back even further? No, my, uh, grandpa owned grocery stores, Odo food markets, and he ended up, um, uh, having a heart attack and basically dying. And so the, the business, uh, my dad had just got married, just had his first child and bought their first house when the the family business went bankrupt. Hmm. And so he didn't really have any skills to fall back on. He was a uh, Air Force uh, pilot, or uh, he, flew, uh, he he served in the Air Force and went to Missouri 
university, but all he had ever done is the family business as well. And he said that one of the toughest things that they had in the grocery store business was actually finding people to clean the stores at night. Mm-hmm. And in those days, in the 50s, the, the hardest part, nobody gave strangers keys to their buildings. So he just figured that if the hardest thing for them as a uh, small business owner was they owned three grocery stores, was finding people to clean, then he would uh, go into the cleaning business because he assumed that other people would have that same problem. And sure enough, you know, that was uh, a consistent problem with lots of people. Interesting. That's interesting to kind of go back and peel mm-hmm. all the layers of the entrepreneurial and how it actually started. Yeah. You know, because those are the well, out of necessity. Yeah, right. Um, we're talking to Jeff Odo, uh, Citywide uh, Maintenance, and you're also Citywide Franchise President of both. Uh, the website uh, is city, GoCitywide.com, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, um, okay, so tell us about kind of the growth of the company. Uh, when you started, how many employees did you all have? Was it a true family business, or were you somewhat large at that point? Well, we were um, probably for years and years, we were uh, the largest in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then the national companies started coming in. And so um, my dad actually started to diversify and had all those other businesses. So when I took over, we were cleaning about 3 million square feet a night. And so it took us, call it um, 35 years at that time to get to three million square feet a night. It was a family business. Uh, we were the second largest in the city when I took over and the, uh, big national company in Kansas city was, uh, was the largest. Three million square feet. How many people hours is that? To, to yeah. That? You know, it's, um, I would say several hundred people okay. is what we had employed at the time. Yeah. Most all of our people are part-time employees they have full-time jobs during the day and then to make a supplementary income they work for us at night Mm -hmm. three to six or three to four hours uh um, starting at six and done at 10 o'clock p.m okay vast majority of our workers are three to four hours a night interesting i didn't realize that i didn't realize that that was a uh, second job yeah most people you know because i mean we i work in an office and Every day at six thirty or whatever five thirty, the, the the cleaning service comes in. I hope it's not. I hope it's citywide. I don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know, it will be soon. I, I just I'm looking around and I'm like, okay. So does this? How long are they here? Or how does this work? And yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a second job for most people. Absolutely. So how many people do you think you've you've worked with over the years uh, that have done this? That have worked for you guys and done this every day? Oh boy, hundreds, right? Uh, thousands. Well, Stars we have thousands. over we have over a thousand clients in Kansas City today, and we have over fifteen thousand people working for us now. Wow! So we'll clean tonight. We'll clean about two hundred and fifty million square feet. Um, <laughs> so <yeah>. did you? <laughs> okay, just put me in my place there. I, I I was trying to be a little a little uh, slow there on the, on the number, but geez, I mean, I didn't expect fifteen thousand people. Yeah. Fifteen, fifteen two hundred fifty million. You yep. said, holy moly. Um, for all over the all over the region, all over the country, yes, all over, all over the country. Now okay. with the franchise, okay. So yeah. we'll get into that in the next segment. I want to talk about why that makes sense to make that move mm-hmm. and to do the franchise. Uh, people have different opinions, obviously, of franchises. So I want to get your opinion on it and why yeah. it's been successful and why you advocate for it. Um, but here in Kansas City, you said, "Are you so you're still the the largest local?" Correct. I guess you could say you're a local business. You're here. Uh, you're a national company, though, right? Um, in Kansas City, right? Right. We are the largest contractor in Kansas City. Okay. What we do. Yep. 
Interesting. So what are usual sizes of businesses you work with or in your, in the day to day? Like who, who should be thinking about doing this? Who are, what, what size, what, what, how many employees, how big are the office spaces? Um, do you touch large businesses only or midsize or small businesses? No, we, uh, in, uh, everything. So we clean. So it is affordable if you have, <clears throat> you know, 15 to 20 employees in, in an office. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, our, uh, we have an entire division that serves clients that are under a thousand dollars a month. So their average size account is $350 a month. So, um, that's pretty affordable for if you're a business owner and you want somebody to come in for an hour a night, five nights a week, you know, you're talking about $350 on a monthly basis. So pretty, uh, affordable for sure. Mm-hmm. And then all the way up to the largest accounts in Kansas City. So we clean. Uh, Twin Towers of American Century and Union Station, and so very large companies on top of. So if I ever see a piece of trash in an office, Michael, I know, know who to call. You know who to call. That's right. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, certainly uh, expect that it won't be there tomorrow. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Jeff Odo is our guest. Uh, the website is gocitywide dot com. Uh, president of Citywide Franchise and President of Citywide Maintenance. Also joined today by Michael Viazzoli, uh from MoBank and BOK Financial. You're listening to the Girl Nation Show. We'll be right back. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. And it drops. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on KMBZ 980 AM. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks again for connecting with the show today, whether on the radio, online, or on iTunes via podcast. Uh, appreciate connecting me as well on social media, on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also available uh, on other social media networks. Just check my name and you will find us and the show. We're talking to Jeff Odo, who's the president of Citywide Maintenance and Citywide Franchise on the show today. The website is gocitywide.com. Um, Jeff, again, for our listeners, give us a quick ele- elevator pitch in case they missed the second segment about what your businesses do, and then we'll get into uh, kind of the growth. We provide facility maintenance services to commercial properties. So easy, isn't it, Michael? So easy. He's got the I was going to read. I was going to read your LinkedIn uh, information, but that is much. Simpler. It's a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> so, talk to us about the growth. Uh, also, with Michael Viazzoli from MoBank and BOK Financial, President and CEO. Uh, Michael, or excuse me, Jeff, um, talk to us about the growth locally, and then kind of the decision to franchise. Okay. Well, you know. Um, in a family business, I just basically took over what my dad and my older brother was actually running the business at the time. I took over that chemical distribution and manufacturing. And um, at some point, the family asked me to take over the janitorial services business as well as the chemical distribution. Okay. And I did. It allowed my older brother to focus on our development company. My younger brother focuses on the credit card processing company basis, and Rick was running Odo Development. And so I'm running both the janitor service at the time and the janitorial supply Mm -hmm. and just doing what they were doing. But as it turns out, I really did hated it. I mean, just there's no other way of of getting around it. I hated it. So when you asked me earlier. So how old were you at this point? How old was I? Yeah. I was, uh, well, I'd run this uh, six years. So I was 28 years old. Yeah. So very young. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. Very young running a company. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, and so, 
you know, I went to my uh, brother and my older brother at the time who had been running it, my father, and I said, you know, I just, this might have worked good for you, but I just, I absolutely do not like it. And going back to the kind of that middle child, um, I had a very difficult time delivering on our promises. And so we would disappoint our clients and we had constant turnover with the hourly employees and it just was not working for me. And to the point to where I went to the family, we have a family board meeting, my mom and uh, my dad's still very actively involved, but my mom still comes in every Wednesday. We have lunches together every Wednesday, so all five of us. And and I remember this one Wednesday, I came to uh, the board meeting at lunch, and I said, you know, I love you guys, I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm not willing to be a janitor for the rest of my life. No disrespect. It's not that I don't like the, the physical work. It's that I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. I'm not uh, living my purpose, and I didn't say use those words back then because people didn't care about vision and mission and purpose people didn't talk like that but i knew i was unhappy right right and so they thought you know i was just complaining and whining it's like okay whatever and you know and then they just dismissed me but i knew i was unhappy i I didn't 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 know exactly what it was but um but honest to god between that wednesday family lunch and the following wednesday family lunch a guy named mr cho knocked on my door and he said, you know, I cleaned the uh, American Airlines overhaul base up at the airport, and I lost my only account. And I've got an amazing workforce, trained, skilled people. Um, um, do you subcontract any of your work? And I, of course, said, no, subcontracting is bad. We use all in-house employees. And uh, But thank you very much. Go away. And he said, no, 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 subcontracting is good. Let me tell you about it. And so he told me about it, long story short. You know, I really was. I was in a bad situation. We cleaned five high-rise office buildings up by the airport, and we were in jeopardy of losing those accounts. And so Mr. Cho was telling me about it, and I said, uh, why don't you meet me up there tonight, and I'll show you one of the buildings. And he says, no, I, I take over all five tonight. It's like, man, you're pushing. No, you can just <laughs> meet me up there, and I'll show you one of the buildings. Well, so we did what we always did. Every night in the cleaning business, most janitorial companies – they sell during the day and service the clients at, 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 during the day, and then at night they go pick up temp laborers, and then they go clean at night. And that's what I was doing basically every single night. And so I went to the temp laborer agency. I loaded up my car, same with my management team, and then we pull in, and there's Mr. Cho, and he's got 23 Koreans in uniform standing at attention waiting for us to roll in. It was like a military procession. Really? And I look in my rearview mirror, and I've got three day laborers in my car, and I'm thinking, this is just absolutely crazy. I'm struggling and dying for hourly people, every single people. And here's Mr. Cho with an with a trained workforce. And I got on my car and I talked to my supervisors and I went over to Mr. Cho and I said, this is either the dumbest thing I've ever done or the best thing I've ever done, but it's in God's hands now. Here are the keys to the buildings. And forgive me uh, for those five high-rise office buildings. I didn't. I did not say this. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I mean, we did. All of our managers that night, uh, they stayed and worked with Mr. Cho. And uh, I returned all of the uh, day laborers back to the um, uh, their workplace. And that's how we got into the uh, partnering with independent business owners. And that night, it basically it changed everything for us. And so it went back to the following Wednesday family board meeting where I said, you know, I think I'm on to something because I went from being in jeopardy in five high-rise office buildings with a property manager who was very unhappy with us to who had actually called us in that period of time and said, you guys are doing awesome, whatever it is, keep up the great work. And mm-hmm. that's how I knew we were on to something just because I was willing to uh, – because Mr. Cho, I, I, I just was blessed and I, the right guy came in at the right time 
and knocked on my door and said, I can help. So I, I owe a lot to, as a matter of fact, our conference room is named after Mr. Cho still today. So Mr. Cho, really? if you're out there uh, listening, please give me a call. And <laughs> would love to say hello and see you. So that kind of spurred the growth and really it changed everything. It changed it, allowed it, changed us to it fo- for you too. It did. It, it allowed me to focus in my team on, on what we do very, uh, what we do best. And you know, there's just so many contractors that are out there. Uh, it allowed us to go from being just a janitorial company to now we are able to partner with uh, lawn and landscaping contractors and window washing contractors and painting contractors and roofers and plumbers and all these other things that they're really good at those skills, but we're really good at the client experience. And so by partnering with those folks, it allowed us to really grow. I'm looking at your website, ghostcitywide.com. You mentioned all the interior service you have. You just talked about your exterior services. So not only do you do the interior, you also do all you said, painting, lighting, lawn and landscape, parking lot services, pressure washing, roofing, Snow service and window washing. There you all go. Con- all subcontracted for the most part. Yep. yep. That's how you grow a business right there. That's what more people are doing even today, I think, uh, realizing that they they know how to do what they know how to do well, and then they have great partners and uh, teams around them. And that's um, what I was going to say. Is I, the, the big lesson here is kind of recognizing, well, one, it's interesting how a lot of times great ideas come out of situations, dire situations where you're at the risk of losing an account or whatever the case is. And then – from that, you kind of quickly assess what are your strengths, what are you good at, what are you not good at, and then you leverage other people to kind of help you be successful. Mm-hmm. And whether that be in your own organization trying to get the right people around you or in your business trying to get the right other kind of aspects of that business together, that's really where that strength is and what really allowed you to transform, one, you, and also then your business as well. Mm-hmm. Michael Viazzoli and Jeff Odo are with me today. Jeff uh, talks about the franchise. Well, how that happened. Yeah, so what ended up happening is we... And why? We, why at that point did you decide to do that? Well, um, have you ever heard that saying that when a student is ready, a teacher will appear? And that is where I was, is we'd gotten to the point to where we were now significantly the largest player in Kansas City, and I was uh, a little bit bored, so I started opening up businesses in other markets. Mm-hmm. And I just remember uh, having a wife and three young daughters at the time, and I was constantly on the road, and again, I was miserable. I was really back to the family business again and saying, I hate this. You know, uh, we are having success. We're making money. But it seems like uh, the, the cost associated with having the success just isn't worth it. And sure enough, uh, Tom Hill, who my other conference room is named after, uh, <laughs> Tom Hill was co-author for Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he uh, presented to us. I was a member of Vistage. And uh, he talked about in order to move from being successful to significant, you have to franchise your business. So how can you take what you are currently doing and teach others and teach them and give them the same opportunity that you have and that uh, franchising allows people to move from successful to significant. And that was the world's greatest change for us ever because it completely changed everything for us. And I got off the road uh and we turned those uh, locations into franchise locations, and it's really allowed us to go from just struggling with having two or three corporate owned to really um, having much more success and by helping other people achieve the same success we've had in Kansas City. Mm. When did that kind of start, the franchise? 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so now, how fa- I mean, how many do you have, or how has it grown in, across the country? Yeah, we're in, we're in 56 of the largest uh, markets in the country, and so we are starting to move into some of the smaller markets. So 
all, almost all of the markets that are more than 2 million people we're, we are in. And so now we're starting to move into the 1 million to 2 million uh, population markets. And then for long, we'll start moving into the less than a million people. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And, and what is the type of person that comes? How do you, how do you interact with these people? How do they find you? What do they, how do they decide this is the kind of franchise? I mean, it's not the one that you see on TV all the time. I mean, how do you, how do you convince them that this is a good idea? Yeah, I, that's actually the hardest thing that we do is uh, is finding franchise owners. Uh, what we're looking for is high level sales managers, so people who have who are basically spent spending their time uh, building sales teams because that's effectively what we are. Is we're a sales organization. We sell for those twenty five different service contractors. So mm-hmm. you're a mid sized contractor. You're stuck as a mid-sized contractor. We can sell your services. We provide the client relationship and collect the money for those contractors. But our franchisees are effectively the sales organization. So we hire business brokers and work with business brokers. That's all they do, are franchise brokers. And uh, that's all they do is uh, go out and spread the word about franchising, find out people who are interested mm-hmm. in franchising and determine a good fit. And they will call us and say, I've got a person who has a, uh, B2B business to business background in sales. We think you, this would, person would, would, uh, match up well with you. Jeff Odo is our guest. Citywide, uh, is the company. Check it out at gocitywide.com. We are going to be right back with more. Brilliant. Welcome back to our final segment today on the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. appreciate you joining us on KMBZ 980 AM, as well as on iTunes and at Grill Nation show, where you can find all of our guests, photos of our guests, and information about our sponsors and supporters. One of them is with us today, uh, BOK Financial and MoBank, uh, Michael Viazzoli, uh, the president and CEO of MoBank and executive vice president of uh, BOK Financial, is here with us today. He comes in each and every month. Uh, with a great a guest and uh, partner. And today we have Jeff Odo, who's the president of Citywide Franchise and Citywide Maintenance. The website is gocitywide.com. Great company here in Kansas City doing really uh, amazing things, both locally and nationally. Jeff, welcome back to the show. Uh, let's talk about kind of the things you do on the side here. You seem to be a pretty strong family man. I'm reading uh, from your bios, and you uh, have actually penned a book, uh, the Ten Commandments, yeah, like the Ten Commandments. That's right. Uh, it's for sale on Amazon. Uh, tell us what provoked this and what made you decide to spend some of your very little extra time growing this company, family uh-huh. business, to uh, write a book. Well, I, I am trying to replicate what my dad did. So he got his three boys in the business, and I'm hoping that I'll get my three daughters in the business, mm-hmm. or at the very least uh, – their uh, spouses in the business. So, <laughs> so I thought what I needed to do was um, write a book to ma- kind of document what it was. And so I started out with a book that's saying these are the 10 principles that I have used to grow my business. And I said it's the same 10 principles that I used to run the house. And so I, I wrote this big book. I went and uh, tried to get it published. And uh, as you've heard by many, many authors it got turned down over and over and over and over again. Because and that's that's why I never even started. That's right. I, yeah. I want to do it either. I mean, just in case we fail, I want to start anything new because uh, you're right. So yeah. just, uh, but it, it was awesome. I uh, in my mind it was awesome, but I couldn't get it a publisher. They said you either had to choose one or the other. Either you're the CEO of a business 
or you're the CEO of a household. And so what I did is I just uh, broke it down into saying that these are the 10 things that uh, you need to do to be an effective parent uh, in order to have a successful household. And so that's why I wrote that book. I was really just trying to leave a legacy for my girls to understand uh, uh, what it is that we, my wife and I, Karen, have been able to accomplish. The book is on Amazon. Uh, it is a forward is by Tom Hill, who you mentioned. He's the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneurials, Entrepreneurs. So you have a good relationship with yeah. him. We'd like to have him on the show sometime. Let's, uh, let's set happy, that up. I would be happy to facilitate <laughs> I've, I've heard of that book. That is, that is why. But I, I'd love to, I'd love to check this book out. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of good advice. I know Michael has some good advice as well as uh, being a father and having uh, many kids. Four, right? Four. Four, yeah. Well, I can wow. give advice. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I can give advice. Um, you've also found time to kind of do some, uh, entrepreneurial writing. I, I've noticed that you've uh, written for entrepreneur.com and, uh, various times throughout the years, very short reads, but very interesting reads. If our uh, listeners want to check that out, um, tell us why you do that. Well, our franchisees are what we would consider partners. Now, legally they're not our partners, but we treat them like our partners. And so what I'm trying to do is to share best practices and principles for our franchisees and at the same time, if I'm writing it for our franchisees to learn what we have done in Kansas City that's made us successful, it uh, has been picked up multiple times through some of the entrepreneurial franchise or uh, magazine and or Inc. magazine and or franchise times. And so mm-hmm. been very fortunate with um, uh, some of the magazines, seeing some of the writings that I've done to our franchisees and, and have published them. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Some of them, I'll just read a couple that were an entrepreneur. Uh, the Secret to Hard Conversations with Staff. Keeping employees from burning out. Uh, another one was, are you giving your team the support it needs? And uh, are you a leader or a manager? Why understanding mm. the difference is important. Mm. You remember anything that, about that, that one? That's a great topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, 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 explain the differences because um, that that happens a lot in business yeah. where you, well, personally, like, you know, you're always dealing with clients or different things happening, but you also have to lead a team. Or are you just managing the team? Well, our philosophy is that everyone matters. There's a great book called Everyone Matters uh, written by Bob Chapman. And um, the real focus is treating every member as a member of your family. And so what we're trying to accomplish at Citywide is creating such an amazing culture that people really feel like they are part of a family environment. And leaders, I think, really begin to understand uh, the people that they lead and that they are there to serve the people that they lead and understand what motivates them. And their job is to help those people accomplish their goals. Mm-hmm. Where I think as a manager is more along the lines of, you know, my job is to uh, produce a certain number of widgets and to accomplish a certain um, objective. And they use their people to facilitate their objectives. And so we're just trying to constantly teach and remind our people that we're it's a bottom up organization. We're here to serve and we're here to lead people rather than uh, manage them and use them for day to day gains. You want them to uh, to feel be fulfilled and to experience success. One of the four things that we say is you have to learn to inspire uh, the team you lead. So it's got to be more than engaged. We're really trying to inspire them to be actively involved in living our vision and mission. Hmm. That's, that's one of the things that when I'm asked about what are, what's one of the things I would share with people kind of growing up in the company. And as they're going through our development program is, is over time you try and figure out 
how at different times when do you lead when do you manage and when do you act so when you got to find yourself in that try to assess in what situation do you need to be in one of those those three things mm-hmm. and uh, you know i've always known as well that at different times you also need to to understand kind of when others are leading when do you follow and i heard something pretty defining although simple the other day which was someone suggesting that you should have the courage to follow meaning you don't just follow in some kind of subordinate role but you have the courage and confidence to know that that's your role and how do you execute best in that role as a follower so i totally agree with a lot of that philosophy mm-hmm. absolutely that makes a lot of sense oh, we got a couple minutes left in the show tell us about kansas city and uh why you guys have decided to obviously you have a lot of roots here uh, the growth of the city and, and how you think that the entrepreneurial community and the business community has supported you guys throughout the years. And uh, what, what do you think about the current state of the city and the region? I love Kansas City. I think it's one of the greatest places to live. I travel a lot with my job, as you can imagine. So, um, but boy, when I come home, Kansas City is just, it, it's such a, um, um, an amazing place to live. I wish more people knew about all the wonderful things. Uh, Michael and I serve on the board at Kansas City Area Development Council, mm-hmm. and it's all about bringing more businesses to Kansas City. And I'm just so passionate about it because we have so many things that um, is great for family and businesses. And um, you, when you do travel and you can see the differences, it really makes you appreciate where we are. I'm super excited about the new airport. I think that's going to be fantastic for the city. Love the leadership. I think we've got a lot, a lot of great things going uh, on here in Kansas City. That's great. Michael, I know you agree with all those statements. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, we've lived here for 20 years and it's, uh, it's the best place to raise a family and to grow a business and be successful. It's awesome. Yeah. Jeff, we appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, your website again is gocitywide.com. Uh, growing company here in Kansas City that's been around for a long, long time and also is doing a lot of franchise work, as we mentioned, throughout uh, the, the United States and uh, a lot more opportunities in the future. I never got to ask you what the next big thing is, but if you have 20 seconds, is there anything you want to highlight coming up here in the future that you want to really work on or share with our audience? In 20 seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of time. No, that's all right. We ran out of time, but you continue right, to grow time. the business, and next time we have you in, hopefully have one of your daughters working for you or one of their spouses one day, huh? That's right. Wouldn't that be great? Yep. Thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show. Thank you to Michael Bizzoli and MoBank and BOK Financial for partnering up with the show and for bringing on Jeff Odo today from Citywide. We'll see you next week. Take care. Sitting in the Hall of Fame.